What's up, podcast world? This is BZ the Great, the educator's educator from the RIP28 podcast. I would like to take a moment to tell you about Unique Smiles by Tony, the ultimate one-stop shop for your teeth whitening services. They offer many services for your teeth beautifying experience. Unique Smiles by Tony offers teeth whitening, gum detox, lip treatments, and even tooth gems. Go to www.uniquesmilesbytony.com to see all the services offered. Or you can give her a call at 470-707-5556 to book your appointments. While you're there, check out some of the products that she has to offer in her shop. The Unique Lip Balm, Electric and Sonic Toothbrushes, Unique Smiles Charcoal Toothpaste, Teeth Whitening Gel, and many more exciting products. Set your appointments up online or give her a call at 470-707-5556. That's 470-707-5556. Unique Smiles by Tony. Welcome, 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 welcome to another episode of the RIP 28 podcast. It's a podcast where a few friends get together and we talk about a few things. Now, some of those things you might like, some of those things you might not like, but we're going to keep on talking about them on the RIP 28 podcast. I am your super, 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 super cool host, Slider Sports Guy, joined by some of my real good friends and they're better halves. As you can tell, as you can tell, it's a little bit different. You know, we usually just have the fellas on the Rip 28 <clears throat> podcast, but we needed to add a little bit of beauty to the show. You know, I'm tired of being the one to carry all the finest by, by myself. So we decided <laughs> to bring a little bit of beauty and we brought in the wives on the Rip 28 podcast. As always, we start out with the president. What's going on, El Presidente? See, there's in the bed and as always, you know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm glad you didn't say, you know, good looking hoes and all that, because, you know, I'm going to have to check you every single time. We got a wine glass. <laughs> but, uh, hey, hey, sophisticated. You over there sipping on some sister man. Sophisticated. Sophisticated. Hey, this is going to be a good show, man. We got the lovely ladies up in the house. Speaking hey, of lovely you? ladies, speaking of lovely ladies, me. man, who who do you have with you, man? You can tell who <laughs> who who appreciate their wife. You ain't even induced all that talking. Oh no, I wasn't. I wasn't done talking. Oh, okay, <laughs> my bad. Go ahead, go ahead. And I got I got the lovely lady over here, Tanisha Nesbitt. You said he El President Dente, mm-hmm. so that means that, I'm the first lady. I had to get that, 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 That's okay. Is that, that, that's okay. That, that, I guess we we can say that. Yeah, she, don't guess it, Noah. She, she from Memphis. We ain't gonna argue. We, we ain't gonna <laughs> argue. They they cut people in Memphis. Nine on one. Now we gonna go on the other side. We are gonna go on the other side down there. The original Broad River. Original Broad River. I can't say bully because that's my name. He's the original Broad River cool guy. The one and only G5 Monster. What's going on, G5? Holla at me. No, we doing coming live from the South as always. As you see, I'm G5. This is my wife, Karen. 
Hello, who's, hello. Who's the mother of the little one that y'all seen in previous shows? <laughs> and, uh, and keep it like it always do, coming live from the South. You heard me? Yeah, you heard me. What's the nutrition shirt about? What, yeah, what's that? What's that? Black Queen Nutrition Fat. I like that oh, shirt right there. Black Queens. Oh, yeah, definitely. You yeah, know. She keep, she keep all the vitamins yep. up in gray, huh? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I got to keep them healthy. I got to yeah. keep them healthy. He yeah. might be from the South, but I'm from Detroit, so we do things a little bit Uh-oh. different. Uh-oh. That's, that, that's the second place. I'm <laughs> Detroit, Michigan. I, I, I can keep my mouth closed. Hey, was, one time for the D. I'm going to keep my mouth closed right here. And now we gonna the last one we gonna go over here. Last but not least, my man, Coach Benning. What's going on, Tom? Hey, what's up, people? What's up, people? Hey, black. I'm glad to be back on the show. Been a while, but I got the best, the best with me tonight, and she's been waiting to get on this show. So y'all better treat her right. This is my. Life. <laughs> hey, hey, we gonna treat her right, but you looking over there like a like a Shut up. rights movement. <laughs> Hey, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna be casting Marcus, Marcus Garvey or something. <laughs> but yeah, this is my lovely wife, Michelle. What's up, baby? Hey everyone. Hey. All right. You know, if y'all gonna wonder why I'ma keep my um if you're gonna wonder why I'm gonna be a little bit more polite tonight and a little bit nicer tonight, because we got one wife, she's from Michigan, from Detroit, the other one from Memphis, and the other one from C.A. Johnson. You know, it was them three places I'm scared of. I don't really, I don't really talk too, I don't really talk too much trash. Who's from C.A. Johnson? Michelle, Michelle from Johnson. Johnson, Johnson. She from, she from Johnson, you know. You got a good mix, you got a good mix. Let, oh. let, it, let it rip, Sylvester. We got out. We can hold up. We can hold it down. I don't, hey, hey, I don't tell you. I don't, I don't know. I know how you remember. Y'all won't set me up, right? She got the knife in the other hand. You see it's on the screen. We don't, we don't even know. Hey, hey know. I'll catch you, too. She done rubbed off on me. Oh, man, man. I'll catch you, though. But check this out, man. We talked about T-shirts and everything. But uh, also, we won't tell everybody, man, where you can catch us, man. We are everywhere, man. The RIP 28 podcast. <laughs> we we want to thank all... Thank all of you people. We want to thank all of you people for uh, watching and listening and subscribing and all of that good stuff, man. Um, you can catch us, man. For everybody who wants to catch us, we are everywhere, brothers. Where we at, man? We're on Twitter, Facebook. Everything. Uh, everything. Man, everything, man. Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, man. Everywhere you want to be, man, we are here on the RIP 28 Podcast. But we want you, not only when you listen, man, we want you to click click the subscribe button, click the like button, all that, share button, do all of that, man. Follow. And the only thing I can think of, man, if you don't click the like, subscribe, or share button, man, it's probably because your mama probably raised you wrong. You, you know, that's the only reason I can figure you won't click the like or subscribe. Because your mama just ain't love you as a child, man. Y'all can think any other reason you wouldn't. You might have ride a short bus or something. You had to ride. You had to, man. You had to ride the short bus or something, man. Hey, hey, Sly, I had to get you up out that short bus a couple times. I was like, nah, you I, appreciate I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it, man. Appreciate it, man, for all looking <laughs> out for me. But if y'all wondering, a lot of y'all wondering, you say, well, you guys, you know, you usually have the fellas on, man, but now you bring on the wives. What is what is this all about, man? What is this all about? 
Well, man, we want to talk about love and marriage on, on the RIP 28 podcast. We bring you a little bit of funny. We done had we done had a bunch of interesting guests, man. We had a sorcerer on here one week, man. We had a a a, a stripping DJ. We done had a, a mental health counselor, a workout guy, man. We done had all of these people. But the people have been talking and they've been asking. They want to know about love and about marriage. So love and happiness. So you know me, me being the divorce guy, you know I might be the wrong person to ask. You know, so yeah, I you figure, are. So I figure, man, let's let's uh let's go. They want to hear it anyway. Get some of the experts, man. You know, we start off. You know, the president. You know, uh, been married seventeen years. I have. Hey, I went to his bachelor party, wedding, and reception. They done been been together seventeen years. Uh, Tom and his wife, they've been together sixteen years. Now, I went to his bachelor party, skipped the wedding, went to the reception. I was hungry that afternoon. Went to the reception. <laughs> Appreciate the free meal. And Dre, I missed out on here because Dre was too far away. But Dre been married for three years. So we got a, a, a wide display of marriage, you know, a marriage range. And so basically, I'm going to throw this question out to y'all, man. What makes a marriage work? What makes a marriage work, man? I know it's a big question, but how you make this thing work? Who, who won't start? Or who won't jump in there on me, man? Because I'm, so, so I'm the veteran in the game, you know, I, I'll go ahead and uh, get it started. Hey, you know, you just got to have good communication for one. You know, you, you have to make sure that yeah, y'all are on the same accord because it's like if you think that you you doing you doing all good and all that stuff, but then you don't feel the same way or or the opposite, you know, it, it ain't gonna work like that. So you gotta make sure that you okay. you talk you talk enough that, that y'all are on the same page. I mean it's, it's just like that. It's, it's it ain't it ain't as complicated as it sounds, but it but uh Yeah it is. Yeah it is <laughs> you gotta be willing to adjust. Yeah, you gotta you gotta be willing to adjust, and communication is key. So it's adjustment. So you know you go through different seasons and different phases in your life growing up. I'm not the same person as I was when we met, 19, 20 years old. And then even mm-hmm. at, when we start having kids, um, we have a 19 year old, a 16 year old, and 10 year old. You change each season, so you got to be willing to change as the years go on. So that's basically what it is. You got to compromise and communicate. Yeah, what she said. <laughs> Good answer, Jay. <laughs> hey, I, I completely agree. I feel like you have to want to make the marriage work, mm-hmm. right? So it just takes a commitment that you actually want it to work. If you go into it with a bailout plan already, it's not going to work. So um, it takes continued growth. You want to grow together as a couple, but you have to understand that you always don't grow at the same time. We're human beings. What made me happy 10 years ago no longer makes me happy. Now, how do I communicate that to him so he understands without being offended by it, right? And I think that's the challenge. That's where the growth comes in and the effective communication skills come in. Go ahead, Michelle. Now, now this this interesting. It's interesting you bring you bring this up. You said, you know, 
what makes you happy at 19 and you know changes is what makes you older now dre dre and aaron y'all get married at, at an older age you know and, and a lot of things is you know people say you're setting your ways so i guess you know you guys know what y'all like so th- does that make it easier for marriage for you guys it has its pros and its cons i mean i think because we are older um or we were older when we got married we are setting our ways about something so it's about being able to not only effectively communicate but being able to listen to what that other person is saying um and like one of the other wife said you know don't take offense to what's being said um but kind of finding that common ground that median you know you might not always agree or sometimes you have to agree to disagree with certain things and i think being able to have that understanding with one another is very important mm, mm. now now it, it's good it's good you guys talk about um you know, marriage, the understanding, the communication and all, man. I, I'm kind of curious as, as why did you get married? You know what I'm saying? You know, why did I get married? Why? I was pregnant. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> it was a shotgun <laughs> wedding when the, when the old pop-in-law had the shotgun. Oh, wait know? a minute. Wait a minute. Go ahead. I said I was going to be married by the time I was 25. It just so happened. <laughs> she got pregnant and get what? We got married out 25 and they got married. Let's run down our love story. Dre was around. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> I literally graduated from college, bought a house, and got married all in one year. Oh, my. So we knew we were together, right? We understood that. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, Jacob came along. And I'm willing to say this on a podcast because this is a completely different world now, right? My mother was, when I told her, I said, Mom, we're expecting. And she said, well, here's the calendar. Pick a date. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that's South Carolina right now. Within 90 days, that wedding of 300 plus guests was planned and in order. Okay. Looking back at it now, <laughs> and that's I'll just say yes, ma'am. <laughs> I, I'll be I'll be frank. That is the way it went down. Looking back at it now, though, the marriage the, the wedding was for everybody else, right? But the marriage was for us. Mm-hmm. So the wedding, the ceremony, all that shit that went up and down all around the world was for everybody. No. But the marriage was for us. And it really just took a, an assertive, you know, effort to want to make the marriage work because I done put him out plenty of fucking times. I'm sleeping in the car. Well, go to the car. <laughs> but I, love you. I know I love you <laughs> But it, oh, it just takes it takes growth, right? So like I said, the woman that he married 16 years ago, I don't know who that little girl was, right? So the person I am today is not going to be the person I am five years from now. And what I'm learning as we go along with this marriage is how do I tell him what I expect from my love language, right? So if I expect flowers once a week, I'm telling you, I expect those flowers once a week, right? If I expect a kiss in the morning, I'm telling you, I expect that kiss in the morning. (laughs) <laughs> if I tell you I expect whatever it is I expect I'm telling you that I'm communicating it so at the end of the day if you don't do it if you don't fit that bill I told you what I wanted 
Hey, fellas, that's something I had to learn. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. I had to learn it because I'm not an affectionist. Affectionist. Yeah, that word. I ain't that person. <laughs> Intelligent. I, I don't think I ever just was that kind of person, but it's something I learned throughout the years. Like I said, when, when we got married, you know, I, I was young and dumb. He didn't have to do it, and I didn't make it. I used to old and dumb. <laughs> but nah, y'all, y'all rough on here. Y'all rough on here. But I was like, hey, nah, like we, we, we were talking about some uh, flowers every day. I was like, y'all better plant some in the backyard or something. <laughs> I was like, but flowers ain't cheap. Hey, I'll bring a dandelion if I want to. And she's going to say, God damn, why the grass ain't cut? <laughs> <laughs> Try to get these weeds up. <laughs> Now, now check this, man. Let's 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 move over to to Dre and Aaron. You know what was the love story with you guys, man? How, how did that happen, y'all? Y'all, you know, a newer marriage, so a newer way of getting married. So how, how did it happen with y'all? Go ahead and tell the love story. Uh, actually, um, we actually met on black black people meet, mm-hmm. and uh, I was actually going to uh, St. Patty's for. Uh, you know, in Savannah for St. Patrick's weekend, you know, they had a big event down there. So, you know, you know me, you know how we do from the river. I put my search on Savannah, Georgia, and got to clicking around on some, some profiles and ran across her profile. I shot out Mitch. Hold on, y'all. Uh-oh, somebody wanna wanna ruin want wanna get her shine in. We don't she don't have enough camera time. But you know, let me I, I wanna jump in for a second. Because because the way Dre was saying, you know, they met online, and and I think the difference with and now you can correct me if I'm wrong, you know, meeting online, you get a chance to actually talk to the person before you actually meet, and so you get to know if you have some common interests. You know, did you you guys got to know and figure out? And it, and I and I'm saying this from the woman's perspective because I know Dre just looked on the picture and Dre said, "Oh, she good looking." Right. So, so that- to speak on that, we did a lot of communicating like via the email or the messenger, but mm-hmm. I refused to give him my telephone number. I was like, we're going to talk through here. I'm not just giving you my telephone number because you're coming to Savannah next week. Like, let's talk. And if you are consistent for these next weeks, this next week or two, um, via communicating via here, then we'll go from there. But I was very adamant about let me fill you out before I just pass out my telephone number. So he was a little standoffish. He didn't like that. So it took eight days instead of six. Six. No, it probably was about. No, it was a couple weeks. It was a couple weeks. Yeah. It was a couple weeks. <laughs> okay. And even then, like he threw me the line that you know my membership about to end. So here's my number. So like I ain't gonna give you a number in the first week. Right. Well, it's not even that, but it's like if you're on, I mean, when you're online dating, it's a different type of atmosphere, so you're not going to give your telephone number out to everyone that jumps in your inbox just because you have a Yeah, that's true. I got you. But Aaron, I don't even know how to date in today's society. Well, <laughs> girl, you ain't lying. You ain't it's different, completely different atmosphere. I guess the way that you get to know people is completely different dating now than it was when we were dating 20 years ago, right? Right. Yeah. But I would... for us, like... Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. You finish. Finish. No, I was going to say, so that was 2016, and we met downtown Savannah, hung out. Um, I think I went to Columbia, like, once or twice for a date, but there was no sparks. 
Um, nothing, it wasn't any bad blood. It was just, nothing was really there. Um, so we went our separate ways. Uh, 2017 rolled back around. And if you know anything about Savannah and St. Patrick's Day, it's a huge celebration. I mean, there's mm -hmm. hundreds of thousands of people in Savannah. So we hadn't spoke. And literally I looked up and one of my girlfriends was like, is that Andre over there? I hadn't spoke to him in almost a year. And sure enough, it was him. We went through the same hoopla, went on a date or two, still nothing. Um, I think at the time we just decided we didn't want to do long distance. Um, and once again, went our separate ways. And then 2018, ran, in, ran into each other again out the blue in Savannah. And um, we've been together ever since then. But what I did tell him was that if we go on another date, this is going to be my last date with you. The third one is going to be the last one. Like, we're not going to Oh, sorry, no. What's huh? your say, Dre? Three strikes you out. Yeah. <laughs> is that Andre? <laughs> you know, don't nobody call him Andre. <laughs> I'm sorry, what y'all G5? I will say Is that Andre? <laughs> You're more familiar with what you like and what you don't like. Right? Okay. You're able to set those parameters around it. And that's when you said, okay, I'm going to give it one more try. And then after this, if those sparks don't exist, when you're like 19, 20, you don't even know what the sparks are. Right? Right. You have to right. Being 35, but 36. That's a vast difference about getting married later in life. Like, pretty much, this is how I say it. If, if, if he and I weren't together, um, I'm not planting seeds at 40. And watching nothing grow. <laughs> it's got like to come okay in order. Okay? At 40. But, you know, 1920 is different. You don't even know which bouquet to pick. Right? So right. It's a lot different. But um, I love that, you know, you were able to, to really decide what you like and what you don't like because you understood, what, you know, what it was for yourself. Right. And I think even, even so, even after we had that third, I called our third first date and it was like, it was June 2nd, 2018. I remember. And we had a conversation and I, and we both said that if within a year, if we weren't at that engaged point or married, that we would go our separate ways. Like I said, I was, I was older and he was older. I had a son at the time or I have a son, but I was a single mom. So I knew what I was looking for. And I mean, he proposed within six months and literally June 14th is when we got married. So we was almost to a year to the date that we got married to that first date. So. <laughs> Your question, that's the difference between, like you said, in the um, getting married. I don't want to call it older because it's not necessarily older. You know exactly what you want versus, you know. Hey, she knew she wanted me. Yeah, I did. We. I did. <laughs> hey, Shelly, I will say that. Hey, you you were the hardest out of everybody. Baby, that was baby great. No, we have two stories. Tell the story that we tell people out in the street. This is on a podcast. Okay, now. yeah, I met at the gas station. The gas station. Hey, wait a minute, man! A couple of episodes ago. Couple, couple episodes ago, did, didn't Cherie tell me? Cherie and Shauna said you can't talk don't to women at the gas station. Yeah, she said, Don't holler at me in no gas station. Oh, man. Hey, he's his own, right? Hey, that's what I'm saying, Michelle. Did he pump your gas? Did he yeah, pump he did. I don't, you pump the gas? No, we were man. at a club. And um, we met each other. And I told him if he wanted to find my number, he would. 
I saw her. I said, hey, come here, guy. He said, find me, boo. She said, find me. I if you want me, you find me. Find it. And he found it. And we we I was working at Holic Myers on Broad River Road. And Greystone. And Greystone. Yeah. And um he came visit me. And that's how we kind of got together. But I was in the Like, no, you can't talk to him because he used to deal with my cousin. And I said, Well, that's your cousin, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know your cousin, boo. I don't know your cousin. And, and ever since then, we was kind of, we, we, yeah, I was coming home every couple of weekends. <laughs> my, my Florida girl coming home. <laughs> so, so Michelle, you said, you said that was your baby daddy before that was your baby daddy? Girl, I picked him. <laughs> I'm looking at teeth. I'm looking at jeans. I need to know who the mom and daddy is. Don't worry about it, because I, I used to, when we was in college, because that's where we met at the University of Memphis. And before we even got, like, deep, deep in our relationship, I used to call him my baby daddy before we had kids. Before we had anything. <laughs> I hated it. And he hated it. And I'd be like, y'all seen my baby daddy? <laughs> hated it. He hated it. That, that, that's interesting you brought that up, you know, both of you guys being athletes from, from Memphis, you know. So so how how did that happen? You you two met in college at Memphis State. Well, well I'm sorry, I keep saying Memphis State, but it's, it's good. It is Memphis, Memphis. So how how did that happen? You know, you being a star athlete and him being a, a bench warmer, how did you feel <laughs> about about dating a scrub? <laughs> <laughs> you always been hating your whole life. <laughs> He's trying tonight. He is trying. Well, my, my little baby was a star and I was on the track team. So we was at, um, of course, we had study hall and everything. And funny story is my roommate had a big crush on him. And she was about 6'2", 3'50", shot putter. Love her some Chance Nesbitt. All I heard is Chance this, Chance that. I, I, hate like, to, I hate to say it, but that's his style. <laughs> That's what Chan be checking for. Little mama, little mama had a crush on Chance. That's all I heard. She was from Texas, and of course, he's from South Carolina, from Memphis, and they both hated it. So I'm like, why y'all, why y'all here? Like, why are y'all here? So she always wanted to see Chance and talk about Chance or whatever. But I didn't know. We was friends. We just, we, we, we was friends. And then summertime came. We was in a study hall together. Or the computer lab, and he on college club, college club. Is that what it's called? College club. College club. He he he's reaching out to his people. I'm reaching out to my folks, and like I'm saying, we were like two computers away from each other. He ain't said nothing to me for hey. And then so leaving out, he sends me an email. Back in the day, 19, 20 years old, he says, "Can we get together? No strings attached." I mean, we can do no strings attached. I feel like that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, something like that, but nothing like that. So we we've been we've been together ever since the strings attached because I put some strings on it. <laughs> I'm gonna say y'all definitely attached some strings if y'all still together after all this. We, time. <laughs> we put them strings on them. So, man, man, that's interesting, man. Check this out. 
We want to hold on one quick second. We want to hold on one quick second, man. We want to take a quick commercial break. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and we're going to be back right here on the RIP 28 podcast. This is the RIP 28 podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Little, the owner of Ford Counseling and Consulting. We're a consulting and coaching firm who believes in the TLC method. That's truth, love, and community. So whether coaching corporate or individual clients and giving individual and group counseling, we believe that you can be more than what you are today by finding your truth, love, and community. You can reach us at www.4cc.net or give us a call at 803-457-5413. Once again, this is Jay Little, and I'm with Ford Counseling and Consulting. Welcome back. Welcome back to the RIP 28 podcast. This is a podcast where a few friends get together and we talk about a few things. Now, some of those things you might like, some of those things you might not like, but we're going to keep on talking about them. And right now, this is the couples edition. This is the love edition, love and marriage edition of the RIP 28 podcast. Um, One thing we did, one thing we did, we wanted, we wanted all of our, um, the reason this was brought up, and we don't see it in the chat, the reason this was brought up was uh, we, we we posted a question in our chat, what should we talk about this week? And a person came up with the idea of talking about the love languages, talking about your, your love language. And we said, okay, well, we can talk about our love language, but if we're going to talk about love languages, we might as well bring in the wives. We might as well bring in the wives and let the wives talk about the love languages too. Hey, we see uh, everybody out there. We want to shout out who out there. Samantha, Terrell, we see you talking. What up, Mike? Well, we have former guest, Mike. We got Sylvia, Regina. We see all y'all out there. But anyway, sorry, we had to stop about that. But anyway, they are five love languages. It's a book out there. And I'm going to be honest, you know, I didn't read the book. <laughs> Just to keep it, keep it real, real. I ain't read the book. But uh, they are five love languages. One of them is words of affirmation. Second one is gifts. The third one is acts of service. Fourth, quality time. Five, physical touch. Now, what we want to do, man, we want to start off with the couples, and we want to ask everybody, you know, what are your love languages? You know, how does this work? How does that work with y'all? And did, did everybody take the test? First of all, we got, we got, you know, you we know my people. Did everybody take the test? We took the test. You took the test? Yeah, we did. We took a while back. I keep repeating, did everybody take the test? Because obviously, one of these motherfuckers ain't take the test. Uh, They just took the test. (laughs) Okay, we ain't. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let me tell you what happened. What what happened was. You didn't tell me. I, I was kind of. Yeah. That's what we was talking about communication now. That communication. L- listen, so you see at the bottom and say, Coach Bennett, <laughs> I had some meeting going on today. We in the playoffs. <laughs> the playoffs. 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 And, and that kind of just kind of, you know. I'm a coach's wife. This is my single parent time of the year. So I understand that. All have done that. I got right? you. I got so you. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Well, I'm let's. Okay. Well, let's go ahead. Let's go ahead. Let's start off with Aaron and Dre. Uh, what, what are y'all love languages? 
Um, so mine's are, actually, we took it when we first started dating too. So it's funny because this is one of the things that we discussed early on, but my top two are going to be acts of service and then gift giving. Acts of and so service. I like to, right. I, was like, I always like to clarify with the acts of service that sometimes come across, comes across a little tricky. Um, but you know, acts of service are just, you know, things around the house or little things just to help me out. So if it's filling up the gas tank because it's low, you know, folding up the clothes because the laundry's been done. Like those are acts of service. Okay. And see that that throws me off when it says acts of service. Are they acts of service right. to you or are they acts of services that you're doing? That, that's right. The- acts of service to help me. So if I'm always, you know, running around, washing clothes, folding clothes, you know, running to the grocery store, like whatever, anything that I'm constantly doing, an act of service is him taking that off of my load. Okay, so it would nope. have to be something that I normally do that he's taking care of. Girl, why are you looking like that over there? <laughs> yeah. Just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, same way I like that damn black So basically, so basically, so <laughs> if he doing, if he doing, um, if he helping you out with the woman's work. You know, he helping you. I, out. Why does it have to be woman's work? I said, no, I said that just. I got the reaction yeah. I want. I said that oh, just yeah, for yeah, Tanisha. Yeah, I, I, said, I said, I said that right. just for Tanisha. There ain't no woman's work. It's called household work. It's household work. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't try. You tried it. You tried it. Real quick. No, no, no. Anyway, I'm trying to be nice because Sylvester is on my. This. A little bit, a little bit of background, a little bit of background. Now, this is how people how people hold grudges for twenty years. I said, I said, son, twenty years ago to Tanisha about being in the kitchen, and she ain't never forgot about it. You got me messed up, shout twenty out. years. You got me messed up. Hey, hey, let me tell you. No, uh-uh. She she let me know when I met her on Fripp. She was like, kitchen's over there. You, you refrigerator, drinks, ice. I was like, this is my type of girl right here. I Thank you. You ain't got to tell me but once. I'll go right in the kitchen and get it myself. Let's make yourself at home, though. Let's make yourself right, at home. That's what you said. You said you at home. You family. When you want, when you cross my, my, my door, except for Sylvester, <laughs> you at home. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Let's let bring it back. Bring it back. Now, Dre, Dre, what, what are your love languages? Oh, my basic uh, physical touch. Like, I said, I ain't really looking for much, you know, just a little contact. So when you took the test, now, it's easy for you to say physical touch now, but when I, I, I took that test, when you took the test, did it come out to physical touch? Did it come out when you took the test? Originally, yes. But I just took it about like 20 minutes before we got on the show and it flipped the acts of service. I'm sitting there looking like, okay, but. But yeah. that's evolution evolving. You know what? Maybe what he didn't, maybe what he enjoyed four years ago when we first took it is different than, you know, now. But. Okay, okay. A little bit of growth from Dre. A little bit of growth. Now let's go on the other side. Now, Chance and Tanisha, man, what are your love languages? Anyway, y'all y'all know me. I don't know you. I don't know you like that, bro. Physical touch is mine also. And mine is act of service. And uh you know, it just <laughs> it's, 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 Michelle and Anton, y'all y'all trying to take the test right now. <laughs> <laughs> y'all look so guilty. <laughs> Act of service is mine. I'm with Aaron. Like you know, just just take it. Take it. it surprised me when I when um 
like if I'm having a hard day or a big day, I come home and my boo done fold the laundry, boy, it's going down. I'm like, boy, you done clean the house up? Oh my goodness, I ain't got to do that. So we got a little extra time to do whatever you want to do. What, what, now you want to give them that physical touch. Really. What you want to do, physical? <laughs> <laughs> it's going down. You, what? You picked up the kids? Okay. But I, I think, I think you know, certain things. Though I think Chance, Chance should get bonus points for that, and I'm, and I'm explain to you why. Because Chance is the baby. Chance is, you know, his sister's way older than him, so his whole life, Chance probably been catered for. You know, he's been catered to his whole life. So if he step out, he step out, and he doing things like that, man, it's kind of out of his wheel well to be doing stuff like that, and. and he making the effort. So, yeah, get, get up, man. Bonus points for that. Yeah. But they've been together 20 years almost, too, though. So you can't say maybe what he's <laughs> hey, 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 stop, stop <laughs> trying. Stop trying to bring logic into this now. Come on. No, I mean, You're right, Aaron. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You have to understand you know, what they were exposed to growing up. Because there are some things sometimes your love languages just don't relate and mm-hmm. it's difficult for them to you know to understand that because they've never been exposed to it mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so I'm, I don't know if that's Chance's situation right but if you let's say you grew up in a you're an only child you may not understand the need of sharing or accepting responsibility he just took the test <laughs> I finished before him but that that is true and that's one thing I'm learning <laughs> Just with interacting with people, some things they're just not exposed to in their in their um, childhood, mm-hmm. so they don't relate to it in adulthood. Right, right. Now, now, since y'all just took the took the test, now what are y'all's love language? What's yours? Mine. Oh, you go first. Mine is words of affirmation too. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all got to communicate. Yeah. Come in, AK. I'll tell you, baby. So, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I feel like I think I just need to know that you support me in what it is that I'm doing, right? So, if I'm like I say, I'm a coach's wife. So, certain times a year, I'm I'm by myself. It is what it is. I'm taking. <laughs> Is where they need to go by myself. I'm doing everything in the house by myself. And that just comes with the responsibilities of a coach's wife. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't always get the gratitude, right? Mm-hmm. The coach wins the championship. They get the praise, but not the person that kept the house running. So sometimes I think that's more important to me. When I get it and I feel it, the physical is easy. Right, it come it come naturally. That's gonna come naturally. But when I'm not feeling it and I don't feel appreciated, the physical kind of goes to the backside. I'm a woman; I can put mine on the back burner whenever I feel like it. So, (laughs) hey, well, but um, you know, y'all kind of skipped over me in this whole situation here. I thought you just said you said physical touch. Yeah, but y'all did. I didn't let me talk. Oh my god! (laughs) Go ahead, talk. So, you know, I understand the affirmation and all that talking. You ain't got to say nothing to me. Just, just show me what you're working with. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's all I'm saying. Like, hey, hey, we, we, we having a good time. We good. Everything else is 
copacetic. Uh, y'all think he want me to swing from the, the chandelier and the ceiling fans all day long. That's that's and your job. I'm like, I'm like, all right. <laughs> you can talk all that junk you want, but about nine o'clock, <laughs> I ain't got my watch on. But about nine o'clock tonight, be ready. Get down on it. <laughs> be ready. Do what you're supposed yeah, we to good. do. Hey, everything we argued about earlier today is all good. <laughs> Now let me let me let me ask you a question. What do you do? What do you do as as couples to to um to work with with your partner's love language? You know, you know what your what your partner wants. You know what your partner. You you we just took the test. What adjustments do you make to reach your partner's uh, love language? You who won't jump in? Dre, you leaned up. What's up? What do you what do you do, Dre, for for your partner's love language? I mean, for me, it ain't really hard for me to really jump in. Like, my wife works second shift, so, and I work pretty much well, depending on our schedule, I work half the month. So, on my days off, it's easy for me to step in, you know, and take care of some of the tasks that she would take care of, you know, on the day to day or whatever. So, that's far as that the access service part, you know, I kind of step in. So, like I, said, I got the time, I'm available to do it. And even like when I work the first half of the day, I'm I'm getting off in the evening. You know, I still can come home, cook sometime, or whatever. You know, hold it, hold the fort down until she get off yeah. of work. So, I would say though, I think with us being like a, one of the newer couples, obviously in this in this group, for us, it took us a while to realize because we have two different love languages. You have to learn to cater to your mate's love language. Like a lot of times, for me, I know in the beginning, like I was since gift giving is one of my love languages I would always be like oh I saw this for you or pick this up or order this and I realized it was because I was wanting that in return but I had to realize like that's not his um that's not his love language so I can't always buy him things if that's not one of his love languages so I think the biggest thing is adapting to and realizing that you have to cater to your other one's love language versus trying to always do your love language you said that's what? You were like, that's twelve ninety nine. Ain't no twelve ninety nine, right? Y'all, if y'all know anything about Dre, he is not cheap. Yeah, Dre, <laughs> Dre, Dre like to shine. I what I say about Dre, my boy, my boy don't mind shining. He don't mind shining. This one over here um, have worked for us. I want to say I've noticed it in the past five six years. Okay is understanding and accepting the fact that everything is not going to be good, right? Mm -hmm. And sometimes we're just off. He hasn't done anything. I haven't done anything, but we could be sitting in the same room with each other and shit's just off, right? So when we have those off periods, actually being able to talk to each other and say, you know, maybe we need to just do something with each other. Maybe we need to spend a little bit of time with each other because one thing, I have a lot of married friends. We we actually don't really hang with that many people that aren't married. And I'm not talking about That's dating. True. I'm talking about married because the dating people, they go in and out too much. So <laughs> I'm talking about married friends. Um, Thank you. Everybody experiences off times. So how do you understand that you're just having, you're having your off period? How do you rebound from that? What do you do to put in a word to get back from that off time? Um, 
And I ain't saying I went through no phones and found nothing or he found anything because that stuff exists, right? But when you have an off area, um, it's, it's easy for distractions to come into a relationship, right? So how do you interject within that off time to understand, okay, yeah, we, we ain't vibing right now. Let's put in some work so we can vibe again. We ain't on the same page. Yeah. Well, like uh, date nights. That's we, we try to incorporate. I know you're a coach's wife, and then when yes, Chance yes. coached, he coached for nine years, and so it was kind of off of hard, even now. Like sometimes you just don't feel like it. You got kids, you got errands, you got jobs. So that's what we try to do at least once a month. We try to do a date night so mm-hmm. you can make sure you have keep that connection because I mean it was something that attracted y'all to each other. Not saying you per se, but just like couples, period. Yeah. You gotta make that time, like you were saying, for each other. Yeah. And when you realize it, it, it it so easily can your communications become about the kids and their schedule or what's going to work or bills, household stuff. That is your only communication, right? So for a minute, Anton had like two phones. He had his work phone, work cell phone, then he had his personal cell phone. If he was texting me something from his personal cell phone, don't text me shit about anything that got to do with it. I want the good morning text messages. I love you text messages. Let's send those nice pictures. Those kind of messages. She said nice. (laughs) Um, Don't forget to pick up the kids. Don't forget to drop off Leah's gymnastics soon. We had to kind of separate it. And Mm -hmm. it it worked for us for a while. but it actually allowed us time to identify identify how much time we spend on just we're business partners. Let me put it like that. We're business partners. Our shit works. We are okay. business partners. And when it comes to the business of our household and our family, it works, right? But what we have to put in more effort and work towards is the love portion. Right. right? And and that's where we um we we continuously work on that more because when it comes to the business portion, it just it hey that clicks. We got it. We're on one accord. So um, that's one reason. One of the things I think that just benefits us as a couple to 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 last a little longer. And he went to go get a charger because the the eleven year old been on a tablet all day. <laughs> that's how it be. The kid. The kids gonna take your energy up on their phones. Look, my motto is fuck them kids. Hey. <laughs> say that, girl. <laughs> say it again. <laughs> hey, hey, I said that. Oh, hey, Chance, I'm trying to put our babies out since they was five. So. Oh. Hey, like let this. me tell you. Hey, some days I'm just like, woo, woo. <laughs> when you got two different ends of the spectrum, you know, we got one at the fair. He's old enough to do what he wants to do. And then we got a little mama over here that's like, I'll run the show, but I really don't run the show because y'all still need to feed me and change me. I'm glad, I'm glad y'all brought up, I'm glad y'all brought up parenting in this right now because I know we're talking about love and marriage, but uh but kids, kids, kids are part of that, that love and marriage. And we got a wide, a wide age range. And um, you know, we got chance and chance and Tanisha. With with the oldest, I think uh, I think what Cheyenne was nineteen. Yeah, she's nineteen and and uh, nineteen, uh, sixteen, ten. 
Mm-hmm. And, and and Jacob, Jacob and, and 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 baby girl, what Jacob was 16 and 12 or something like that. 16. 15 and 11. 15 and 11. And and, and Dre, Dre's oldest, Dre's oldest boy, was he 17? 17? No, he's 15. 15. 15 and 2. So so now when it comes to child rearing and being a parent, we got different situations. Now Dre came in as a as a as a second dad. We don't like to say stepdad, but you know, he came in as a second dad, you know, and and and, and um so so how did you when when you two were starting to date, how did how did the whole thing of child rearing and how did you how did you decide on Dre being a dad? I mean, how did you feel about Dre being a dad to your oldest when you first started dating? Um, I mean, to be honest, um, so my son's father, he's not really actively involved. So it wasn't like Dre didn't have to worry about someone else being there for for my son or our son, should I say. Um, my father has been kind of like that constant male role model for him. So it was easy for Dre to step in, in my eyes, to be that person because he was, Caleb initially looked at Dre like, oh, he's younger than Poppy. He's, you know, has a little bit more speed than Poppy. He's going to do things with me that Poppy doesn't necessarily do. So um, it wasn't hard for me to allow Dre to be that physical person there. And of course, being a single mom, you know, I have my way of raising him. And then Dre, being a man, of course, had different views when it comes to raising a boy. So we had to have those, I won't say tough conversations, but we had those conversations to where we both had to understand um, our parenting views and find that happy medium. And there's some days I have to let him be the man and do what he needs to do and vice versa. So. Hey, so it wasn't yeah. a hard decision. So he called he called your your daddy Poppy. What he what he called Dre? Mr. Dre. <laughs> I mean, I came into his life at twelve. What? Yeah, supposed to call me daddy. Yeah, that yeah he did. That is that is a late a, a yeah. late for yeah. a new dude come in and talk about daddy. Nah, bro. Yeah, you better be right. glad. Don't get me wrong. He knows his father. So, yeah, he knows his dad. So he does have dad around, but he's just not a constant. I mean, like my case, what you got, Dre? That's the alcohol talking now. But anyway, like, like you know, I'm coming. You know, I had a stepfather. You know what I'm saying? So those he ain't been no example. So you know what I'm saying? I already knew how I was. You know what I'm saying? To have a stepfather just off the rip, but I knew how I was to have a bad stepfather. So, you know what I'm saying? So, of course, I was able to, you know, present something different from experiencing it firsthand. Hey, Dre, you and Reese, we, we was at the strip club all the time. Somebody, Tanisha, move your husband away okay, from Okay, man. Go ahead. Next question. Go to move. the next question. Y'all, y'all, y'all let him Y'all ain't gonna go too fast. Y'all gone. You on another topic? We not talking about strip club. He play so much. Okay, but but here, but check check this out, man. You you brought up you brought up a real good point, Dre. You know, you already having the experience of of having of being raised, you know, with a stepfather. You know, so you took lessons from from your stepdad on what to do and what not to do, and when it comes to raising raising Caleb. you know, raising right. raising yeah. your boy. That, that's a good. That's a good. Um, that's, that's a good point. That's a good point. Now let, let's move on to the other side, man. Let's talk about um, uh, Ton 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 and um 
and, and Shale. Now, do you all, how do you all handle your different parenting viewpoints? You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, you guys been, y'all kids been together from the rip. Y'all been together from the rip. So y'all, how do y'all come up with figuring who's right, how to punish, how to punish my man Jacob when he, when he stepped out of line, you know what I'm saying? How y'all figure, how, how do y'all come to this agreement? How do y'all figure this out? I ask this. Mm-hmm. All right, so with the kids, the kids kind of see me as the, uh, they, they can kind of come to me and I say, go talk to your mama. And and the mama is the, uh, she pretty much puts the foot down. But when I have to, when I have to be that, that, that strong, um, uh, just dissimilary um, pops, I can be that, you know what I mean? But, you know, I, I kind of just want to be somebody they can come talk to at all times, you know, it just, 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 I'm not going to say a friend of theirs, because I am the, I'm, I'm the dad, but I, I know how to turn the switch at all times, all right? But Shell is the goddamn, she puts, she puts the foot down. You, you can tell moving. She like this. <laughs> she like this. Lee, Lee, listen, the 11 year old is not the issue. Not right now. Okay. That 15 year old, he, he's testing me. Okay. But dad is dad and he's coach. So mom has to pay, play the. I have to play that 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 medium right now for them because he's dad and he's coach, right? So poor Jacob, he sees him at school, he sees him at practice, he gonna get it at home, he get it from all areas, right? But um, put it like this: we don't disagree when it comes to the kid, right? We gonna get together. They can't play us against each other. Not at all. Right? You can't say what well, mom said or dad said. We, When it comes to the kids, they cannot play us against each other. And they will try. Mm-hmm. They're going to try. Mm-hmm. You know? So, um, but one thing, that's one thing we're really, really good with. Just actually, we will go into conference. All right. How we want to handle this situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you have to. How do you, you want to handle And the, the minor thing, when I say, go ask your mama. I just, I just feel like I ain't got time for this right now. Okay, I'll give you an example. Jake, Jake is a DJ now, right? So he's DJing, he's DJing parties and stuff. Okay. So we was at a party, he was DJing a party, 16-year-old party, late at night. Mm-hmm. He said, Ma, dad said, you guys know this, mom, dad said, ask you, can I go spend the night at XYZ house? I said, well, check. I don't care. Little did we know XYZ mama wasn't home. <laughs> the after party to the party was at XYZ house. I said, we wasn't on one accord. Yeah. Why'd you just send them to me? Right? <laughs> we gotta be together. I said, right. <laughs> he played y'all. He played y'all. He did. He played shit out of so we just, we, we're coming to the fact, and I guess it's just one of those things where you learn how to be the parent, but we got to be on one accord at all times because some kids will play the shit out of you. They sure will. They sure will. They sure will. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm saying that one is uh, the apple don't fall far from the tree. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> LeBron. Where's LeBron? 
situation right but you right. know i think that's in order to be an effective parent you have to be able to remember you've been there you've done that you know if you know your child wake up in a bad mood guess what i still got bad moods some days so i'm not about to you know be nasty and be upset with you because everyone's entitled to have their feelings and our children they're gonna make mistakes you know right. but it's about us being there to catch them and i think i think our journey though with our marriage when it comes to our marriage our marriage always comes first our kids are secondary so if we're good, they're going to be good. And this this right. is just my philosophy. This is just how I feel. No, that's so, real talk. That's real talk. <laughs> yeah, this that's, is how that, we feel. That's real talk, though. That, that's real talk. Right. This shit trickles down, right? Yeah. So if we're, on, if we're good and things are working in the way we feel it needs to work, the kids are going to fall in place. They're adaptable, right. right? That's real talk. So, I'm really looking forward to what our marriage looks like when there are no kids here anymore. Right. They're gone and gone, they grow up. Because one thing that we're still going to have is our marriage, right? I never wearing clothes. <laughs> hey, hey, oh. I, I was talking to Tom the other day. He's like, y'all finna get another one in about, about a year. I'm going to have to mute him again. He talking so low. I'm that about I to mute him again. It, so it's okay. <laughs> But another thing I will say though, especially when you have marriages with kids involved, a lot of us experience the same things. And we don't think it, we think it's our own isolated issues that we have going on, right? right? But it's probably about no more than five or six types of issues that we experience. And we're all experiencing the same things and we don't even realize it. The way right. we answer is different. But the issues themselves are the same, right? right? So I wish we would have more interaction with other married couples, other families, because you learn from each other. No right. need to reinvent the wheel if you don't need to. Girl, you better call us because I'm telling you, we got a 19-year-old, a 16-year-old, and a 10-year-old. That 19-year-old boy, <laughs> I'm talking about head knocker. That is many me. And we go through some things. We go through some things. We got her back. She good. But you right. When you say you go through the same thing other parents are going through, your kid ain't the only one experienced the only thing. You be like, am I doing the right thing as a parent? Lord Jesus. Right. It's like, where did I fuck up? Right. But but it ain't it ain't us. It's them. It ain't us. It's them. Right. 
it's their friends, it's the peer pressure, it's social media, it's reality TV. Right. And all these other factors that they have to deal with on a daily basis. Yeah, but we ain't the only ones going through it. So, girl, mm-hmm. just like this couple edition, you better call, call it. We're going to have a group chat. Put us in there. Be like, let me tell you what this fool did today. <laughs> right, right. It's so many marriages that don't last because of the disconnect that happens sometimes with just rearing children. Right. right. And the marriages don't survive it. Right, because a lot of couples try to put their their kids first, and like you said, when they kid when they grown and gone and got their own stuff going on, it's still y'all, or it's right. supposed to still be y'all. Supposed to be. Yeah. But let's be real. There are a lot of I know a lot of couples that have been married for years and years and years, and as soon on like out of college, gone out the house, they get divorced because they just don't understand. Who they are without the kids attached to them, right? Mm. Right. So I, I can't you know, function without the kids. That's interesting. You brought that up, you know, because I know um, I got a teammate of mine. He about to get divorced. His uh, his kids left, and, and he say, "Man, I'm ready to leave too." <laughs> that, oh. that's, that's interesting. You you brought that up, man. Um. We, we talked about a bunch of different issues, you know, with, with marriage and, and how marriage works and everything. One thing I want to talk about now is the technology in marriage. And what I mean by the technology in marriage, man, we're watching this on Facebook Live and Instagram and all of that, man. I see couples who have a couple's Instagram page or a couple's Facebook page, man. How, how do y'all deal with that? How do y'all deal with the challenges of, of oh, God? <laughs> Let's skip that question. What, what's the weather like? What's the weather like outside? No, we're going to talk about that. So I see a lot of couples that have, like, it'll be, I'm going to use us, it'll be a Chance and a, a T. Nesbitt page. Oh, Chance got his friends. I got my friends. He got his circle. He got his football. He got y'all high school people. Hey, you have your own space. You got your own stuff because I am a person. Even though we're together as one, I was a person without you. Not saying that I want to be without you, but you you need your own outlet. So I don't, I don't need you checking. Don't check up on my friends. Y'all got your own titles, and I might not agree with everything that your friends say. You might not agree with everything my friends say. You you still your own person. You was your own person before you became one. So separate that. All that togetherness and who liking your stuff and not liking your stuff and commenting and all that. No, hell no. You 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 still your own person because you need a break. I say you get your own. Go on boys trip. Go on girls trip. You need a refresher so you can miss each other so y'all can come back together yeah, and yeah, love each other. That. Pause that. Pause that. What did she she said? Go. She said go on a boys trip. Go on a fellas trip. <laughs> okay. Your yeah, trip. I'm gonna take my girls trip. Yeah, it don't never happen though. That's gotcha. That's hey. Oh, get your stuff together. We got the stamp. We got the hey. stamp of approval. Uh, you need me to help you plan it. I'll help y'all plan it. <laughs> That's the only way it's gonna happen, though. You got we gotta have like, somebody plan it. Hey, go on, you go on, because guess what? Just as long as you take your trip, I can take my trip too. We, we, we gotta go tomorrow. She <laughs> said fishing. So y'all gonna follow uh Ann Shells. No, we're not. <laughs> he don't need to see you in my inbox. We call Ann Shells. Ann Shell. And shell a shell time. Restaurant, <laughs> man. Yeah, like you gotta have separation. 
I, I don't, I don't, I'm from Jersey. That's home, right? So South Carolina is not originally home. So there's a whole nother life of people that he doesn't even really know that much. Um, but I concur. I don't I'm think. Find him now. Chaplain. <laughs> <laughs> there needs to be a separation you're an individual person first so the other your partner doesn't make you whole right you need to be whole already and you and your partner add to each other's life um i get confused sometimes like who the fuck am i inboxing when we got all these different people who's responding right <laughs> it, i mean come on now it's just too much i don't think it and if you have a business or something like that that's a completely different entity but when it comes to just social media, I mean, you do what you want to do. If, if that's the direction you want to go, fine. Let's talk about it, which is another conversation. If that's the direction you want to go, entertain people or somebody else, let's go that direction uh, or let's talk about it. But communicate with me. Don't, don't let me get caught out there in the wind and I don't know what's going on in your life right but if that's not the direction you want to go just don't respond to those messages we get them on every day from randoms right. just don't respond okay okay now how y'all two feel how y'all two feel about since you two met on the internet how do y'all feel about the internet profiles yeah i mean i don't i, I think we i mean we both have social media um I don't think we would ever do a joint couples thing. I mean, I don't feel like there's a need for it. Um, just like, I mean, much like everyone else, like Dre has his friends. I have my friends. Um, and it just is what it is. I mean, I don't, I, I mean, me personally, um, we obviously we're friends with each other on social media. So we see what's going on. But like everyone else said, we both are our own individuals before we met each other. So just like, you know, he likes his sports and football and fantasy football. You know, he has a lot of sports things that he reposts, whereas I'm a, you know, a pictures and fashion like reposter. So I think that we both are into two totally different things anyways that are probably make it impossible to really have a joint anything. Yeah, plus I'm big on like, I, you know, I feel like, you know, you married as a husband, you know, you're supposed to protect the home and all this, that, and the third. So it's like, I feel like as a part of protecting the home, like I don't need none of my boys in my wife's uh, friend list. Cause you know, cause I'm, I'm be honest with you, I'm real sensitive because of my woman. Like you send her a personal message, I'm like, what the fuck is up? Like I ain't even finna, I don't want you to ask her how she's doing, you need to ask her nothing. And I feel the same way. Like I don't need none of her girls in my inbox also. Oh, hey Dre, how things going? I looked at your post. like. I, what do I need that from you for? Like, I don't need your support. So it's just like, me, it's just like, like she say, you got your friends that you had previously. I got my friends I had previously. And we keep that apart. Like you say, we follow each other. Therefore, you know, we can look at each other's page or whatever the case may need to be. But outside of that, it don't need to be no intertwining with friends because it can get real messy. Like, it could be, like, one of her friends could be friends with a chick I smashed 15 years ago. And, oh, girl... You know, Dre used to talk such, such, blah, 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 she did, she that. You know what I'm saying? And then all of a sudden, there's a problem in my household. And I'm looking at her like, what? That was 15 years ago. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, all that stuff be unnecessary. Because, I mean, that's like the first thing I do. Like, since like, one of our friends had an inbox, you know, I heard me show you them, um, 
among mutual friends. And of course, I see some chicks, especially from somewhere around in South Carolina. Nope, nope. Well, I mean, I ain't gonna be their friend anyway, but I just laugh because I can already see her, the friend, you know, being like, oh, I didn't know Dre knew such and such. She this and she that, you know what I'm saying? So I just try to avoid everything. And I don't, you know, I don't need none of my own boys send her no mess. Don't play stupid because you're in front of your lady. You know how it go down. Jump in front of your dude, jump in your chicken box, and that ain't did that. I'm good on that. You missed me with that, dog. Some, some, some lady friends of ours um, not too long ago. We have some lady friends and some of them are married and some of them are single. We had some of the single friends say, hey, if we saw, and this is not anything in particular, but if we saw one of your significant others, your husband, whatever, it appeared like they were out with somebody else, would you want us to let you know? And here's my response to them, and this is my response on social media. Now, because whatever is going on, I already know. I already know. I don't need somebody kind of intervening in my household. Let me handle things how I need to handle things in my household. And that's just how I feel about it, right? So I'll never let somebody on social media or who you're friends with or somebody else try to dictate what's going on in my household. It's bigger than that over here. Um, Twitter is not a real person, right? Instagram is not a real person. So because it's bigger than that over here, you're not going to wreck shot, right? And that's how I had to tell them. I mean, you don't know. Sometimes you think you've seen something, but you really don't know what you're looking at. It could be he's out on a business meeting or it could be, you know, we don't know what we're looking at. So instead of trying to intervene in somebody's household and cause ruckus, just mind your fucking business. Be quiet. That shit... Whatever they got going on, that's what they got going on. And that's what I've realized with married couples, right? If you want to stay friends with another married couple, let them handle their household. Other than like domestic violence stuff, I don't I, I don't do that at all. But anything else, it's not my business. Your household is your household. If you need me as a friend to help you with something, then I'm going to help you. You will come to me, confide to me, and we'll be fine. But other than that, yeah, I would go on at 701, stay at 701. We're going over there, stay on over there. And that just kind of works best for us, you know? Gotcha. Hey, I guess. Hey, so, so Ty, Ty and Drake, so if I was like, man, we're going we to have this little shebang party or whatever, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't want Ty and Drake to know about it, you know what I'm saying? So if I say, Michelle, Aaron, if I, I hit him up on Facebook and I say, hey, we, I'm, I'm finna have a party for these boys. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, you, you gonna get mad about that? Cause I, cause I inboxed I mean, him. I mean, that's, 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 that's where you go to your wife and say, hey, T, inbox Aaron. Inbox he just said, come on now. Come on now. That's the part that you wouldn't want us to know about because I mean, I'm gonna be, be honest. Like, if you if you came at me like, "Hey, I'm doing something," and I don't want T to know. T, T, let me tell you what Chance said. Like, nah, well, let me let me let me uh, let me let me speak for Chance for a second. 
Let me speak to Chance. Cause Chance got that that alcohol. My husband caught up in nothing. No, no, no. Listen, I think I think y'all misunderstood the question because Chance, I, I speak frequent drunk, affluent drunk, so I can Uh-oh. I can break it down for what Chance said. I think what Chance meant was, let's say Chance and Tanisha throwing a party at the house, and and and, and they don't want no, they don't want Dre. It could be a surprise or something for Dre, and and, and Chance hit you up in the inbox and say, hey, we throwing this party. Can can you bring Dre along, but don't tell him about the party? That's what I said, fool. Guess what? You... No, he, 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 he trying to say for you, but the thing is, Dre is saying that, I, that, Dre don't, that Chance don't need to reach out to Aaron. Yeah, that's he what you said, Dre. He can't even reach out. Yeah, that's what he that's said. That's what he said. That's what he said. I text LeBron last night and said, LeBron, so basically in 20 years, 20 years chance you can send an email to Aaron but in 20 years. So I've met chance one time. The rest of you guys I've never physically met. So let's say we get some couples, some couples outings in, you know, we come to each other's house, whatever. Two, three years from now, they don't even have to be that long. But once you build some kind of rapport, then that's a totally different yeah, thing. I, I think, think if Chance was having some kind of party tomorrow, he knows that, okay, Aaron and Dre have been to the house. T and Aaron hit it off. So, T, reach out to Aaron. Because at the end of the day, I still would need to tell Dre, hey, T invited us to this. Or, or hey, we're going to see T and them, whatever. Because I can't say, hey, we're going to see Chance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I had a girl that does my lashes. Somebody, her husband is a diesel mechanic. Okay. Her friend reached out to her and said, Hey, my boyfriend needs some work done on his truck. Can you tell your husband to text my boyfriend? And she says, I'll just give you my husband number. Go ahead and just text him so he can do the connection. And she says, uh-uh, I don't do that. I don't text other men from my phone. <sighs> I thought that was the dumbest thing ever. I don't, I, I don't that's too much. If anything, she should have just gave the number to her man and said, no, no you can't text me. I just think that's too many lines of communications. I just At the end time of the day, it. it's about trust. Yes. I, I don't know. I, th- I call it respect. Trust. I call I it think- respect. I don't call it trust. I think it's respect because, like, like me, like if, if say I jump off the cliff and I'm like, okay, I want to do something for T up here, up here in Charleston. Like I ain't gonna uh, reach out to T directly. I'm gonna tell Aaron to do it because I respect Chance as a man first. You know what I'm saying? Then of course I friendship. Like it's not about like I don't I don't want to communicate. Like I, even like with you, I'm cool as hell with you. I'm not gonna reach out to you directly. I'm gonna talk to Tom. That's out of respect. He a man. That man married I mean, you. You're supposed to protect this house. It should be also, no no, no man should be able to invade yeah. your space it, it makes, so willingly and so easily that you know anybody can contact your woman. Like to me, that's crazy. It makes it makes sense. It it's make, not anybody. It's just a, I, I understand your point of view. I do understand the respect part. But as friends, if you are friends and you and y'all been going, y'all been friends since middle school and. Um, I, I agree with Michelle. It's it's a trust thing because if you got trust in your household, you just got trust in your household. But then I do understand what you're saying about respect. But again, I look at it to this: this longevity and your friendship. If you secure your household and you you respect your friends, 
it shouldn't matter who reaches out to who. I agree on both sides. Yeah, and, and I think I think the length of knowing somebody matters also because because like suppose I wanted to know how to kill somebody and dispose of the body or something like that, I would definitely reach out to Tanisha because she's from Memphis. Because Memphis they 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 understand that and they know that. And I wouldn't and ask should. Chance because you know Chance Chance come from a humble background. He don't he, he don't do that. And, as you should. And if I as need to know should. how to cook crack or something like that, I'll go to Michelle. That's 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 what they learn in freshman at Johnson. That's that's a freshman Ooh. course, cooking cooking crack cocaine at C.A. Johnson. But I guess we do know we do know for a fact we will never have a surprise party for Drake. <laughs> we never have a We'll never have a surprise party. But hold on, man. We're gonna take a quick commercial break. We're gonna take a quick commercial break here on the Rip 28 podcast. And we come back, we'll talk a little bit more on the Rip 28 podcast. All right, welcome back. Welcome back to the Rip 28 podcast. Now it's time for us to take a stroll, a stroll down the 90s block. Can you holler at us, Coop? Holler at us about this 90s block. All right, all right. We're doing another episode of the 90s block. Like I always say, just make sure you walk on the right side of the street. But anyway, all right. We got, we got three topics, three topics. Uh, we got one set for the ladies and we got one set for the men, all right? So the first one's gonna be hairstyles. Hairstyles from the nineties. This is for the ladies. We start with the ladies first, of course. All right, you got three choices: Dookie braids, mm-hmm. finger waves, or Afro puffs. No mm. waves. Finger waves. Finger, finger waves. waves. Okay. Yeah, all day. Finger waves. I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have to go with the, the Dookie braids. I'm with you, I'm rocking some braids. They last longer. Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, I used to do them finger waves all the way up top with big old French roll in the back. French <laughs> roll, go ahead. Dryer. I don't want the dryer. <laughs> go ahead, throw me some braids up there. <laughs> all right, for the fellas, we got the kid that played Hot Top Fade, the Gumby, or the old school waves with that old Dax wave group. <laughs> <laughs> that Dax wave group. <laughs> hey. I think I'm going to go with the waves. I like that ocean. You like that like ocean? Maybe. Where, man? <laughs> I, hey, I cut this off. I got that good, good. No, I don't. Mm. <laughs> man, I'm, I'm going to be honest, man. It's been so long since I, I had hair shit. I can't remember, man. Huh? I think, one. I think, oh, I, I will say, I will say, I did rock a, 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 mid, a mid-top fade. It wasn't a high top. It was a mid-top fade back in the day. So that's what I'm going to go with. I ain't quite got the kid in play yet. I'm going to go with that Hey, then you had a dough step. Ain't you had the um, steps? I did have the dough steps at one time. I had the dough steps at one time. Remember that? I can't sleep at night. Yeah, man. I had the, the low rat here, high rat there. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was, I was a sharp one back in the day when I, when I had some hair. Before I shaved it. Before I shave my hair. Oh, okay. Let's make that straight. What about you, Chad? Uh, I like the Gumby, man. The Gumby? Yeah. The Gumby, that old uh, Bobby Brown Gumby. I tried it one time. It ain't, <laughs> it, it ain't work for you. But, but you know, it, it was good the first day. 
And you know, you, you lay in the bed and that uh, <laughs> look like a dumb bitch. <laughs> Wasn't as fresh as it was when you first got it cut. Nah, nah. Hey, we we ain't know how to we ain't know how to handle it back then. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, I used to rock the high top feet. I go with the high top feet. Yeah. yeah. Yep. We take it back to this. Take it hey, to the okay. second category. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, what's that? Oh, Dre, you fade on that. Um, ain't no picture. That is right. The B team <laughs> picture. I remember you had the high top fade on that. Oh one. Yeah. yeah. I carried that over from every grade. <laughs> I, I remember that one. All right, the second category is going to be music. All right, ladies first, of course. You got Mariah Carey, Tony Braxton, or Mary J. Black. Oh, man, oh, I want to get on that one, bro. Oh, man. Uh, I'm going I'm to go Tony Braxton. I, all day long, I, I still got Tony Braxton on Pandora, um, <laughs> Apple Music. I can listen to it in a given moment. Yeah, that was, that was a tough one. I, I let me hit you with that four one one though. What's the four one one, son? Yeah. Mary, <laughs> let me tell you something. Mary, Mary been telling life stories for a minute. You better say it. He's a four one one. Look, look <laughs> I got it going on. Hey, hey, Dre, why you put Monica on there? We just went to see her last night. Monica was pretty good. Monica, oh, bro. Monica ain't on that level. Monica, Monica ain't up there with this. Monica got a lot of hits, though. She ain't, she ain't got nothing on that short hair, Tony Braxton boy. Ooh, I love hey, it. Hey, boomerang, love should have brought you home. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mission of love. Look, look, look. Hey, hey, what's that? Um, it's her Mary, Mary J. Five song with Anton. Know he in the doghouse? That playlist be on repeat. We're like, oh, what I done did. What? <laughs> <laughs> I know before I ain't got a bitch. Why is this? Like this. Mary, Mary, one of them songs though. I be singing hard, but I can't. The, the, I remember the tape. Her album Mary, that second half. She said, <laughs> she said it's your time. <laughs> And it really messed me up. How could you deny? Oh, Lord, boy, you don't know, boy. Boy, go ahead, Dre. My bad, man. I know that for the lady, man. But you, hey, I gotta let you, have your moment. you struck something, boy. You struck something for a second, boy. Hey, it, it, that's a close contest, though, but I had to go with Mary J, you know. But it won't for you, babe. It won't for you. <laughs> There you go. You the president. Every you the president. Right. Jay Z over here. He's H to the Izzo. Uh oh. Take over, bro. Take it with Airbnb and Rakim, Public Enemy, or the Fresh Prince. Not the Fresh Prince. Will Smith. Will Smith. Right. In nineties. We was waiting on it. Wait, wait. You said Eric. Wait. Eric B. Rockin'. Eric B. Rockin'. And who was the second person you did? Public Enemy. Oh, Eric you, B. you almost did it, Dre. You almost made it. You, mm. you almost made it through the, the 90s block <laughs> with 90s people. But you had to bring up some 80s people. Let me see. <laughs> this dude's career all been in the 90s. I don't know why you act like... <laughs> they blew, so they blew up in the 80s. Oh, God. Let's leave. Let me leave Dre. Let me leave Dre alone. <laughs> Um, you should have said Ice Cube, Tupac. That's still a. Nah. That's where it's from. That's where it's from. That's all it's from. All right, all right. You said Eric B and Rakim, Will Smith. Excuse me, Fresh Prince, Fresh Prince, 
and Public Enemy. Yeah, I'm going Fresh Prince, man. I hey, hey, man, Fresh Prince can make the argument as the greatest rapper of all time. We gonna we gonna talk. No, first of all, first of all, first of all, Nelly Nelly wasn't. Nelly wasn't the greatest rapper of all time. The theory is if Nelly died, the reason, the reason Biggie, the reason Biggie is not the greatest rapper of all time because Biggie only put out two albums. If Nelly would have died after his second album, if he would have died after Nellyville, he might have went down as the greatest rapper of all time because you have to look, you have to look at how big. Nellyville was, and that first album yeah. was Nellyville sold twenty million copies. All right, that was he, Nelly was the hottest rapper in the world when Nellyville came out. So if he would have died at the moment Nellyville came out, like Biggie came out, you wouldn't have got to hear all those garbage. You wouldn't have got to hear sweatsuit. You wouldn't have got to hear the country music album. You wouldn't have got to hear all that other bullshit Nelly came with. You would have known Nelly from Air Force Ones. That's all you would have known. So he would have been the greatest rapper of all time if he would have died the day he came out. <laughs> he know he was killing okay. people out though. Yeah, right. Right. Now I don't know how Will Smith comes. Now, oh, now, now, now I'm a I'm gonna break this down for Will Smith. I'm gonna break this down. I, I I hate to do I hate to do this, man, because it's gonna take a couple That's of minutes. Right. But what is hip hop about? I'm about to break down what is hip hop about. Rap is about being the urban griot. It's about explaining, telling what's going on in your neighborhood. All right. First of all, Will could rap. He, he could rap back in the 80s. For what the 80s was worth, Will had lyrics. Um, so as a rapper with lyrics, he, he was a great rapper with lyrics during his time. Next thing, longevity. Will Smith has had number one hits in three different decades. Uh, then the 80s with that parents just don't understand in the 90s in the 2000s up to that Miami getting jiggy with it in the 80s the Miami in the 2000s he has had number one hits and been a supreme hit maker for three decades so that's longevity all right being a what I said about a rapper being an urban griot of of, of sorts being a storyteller who didn't tell stories better than the Fresh Prince Nightmare on my street. Parents just don't understand. Uh, the, um, you know, those are great storytellers. Let's talk about hits. Name one person who doesn't know summertime. On May 30th, every radio station in the world plays summertime all the way to August 31st. This they man play. is the president of the Wills. Look at, look at, I'm, I'm telling you. <laughs> I, I, I'm telling you, I'm giving you reasons why this man is number one. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold, hold on a second. Boom, you talking. Let me do that to you. Let me finish. All right. Now, the next thing is rap is about keeping it real. Who has not kept it realer than Will Smith? He never pretended to be a thug. He never pretended to be something else. Rap is about staying on with your day ones. This man got DJ Jazzy Jeff on a TV show. He kept it real with his day ones from day one. Hey, man, it's a hard. He has a legit case of being one of the greatest rappers ever, man. You don't want to okay. admit it. You want, the, 
Cause the way Jada, cause the way Jada make him look like a fool now, he look crazy now. But now you you won. I hey, we need we need Dave Chappelle wrapping up. Bro. You won. <laughs> but there it is. What is y'all? What's y'all next uh thing? What y'all sipping on? Oh. What sipping on? <laughs> hey, there it is. All right. All Will right. Smith, greatest greatest all time. I'm going on to the last question. <laughs> All right, last one is movies. And this love movies for since we're talking about love language. Poetic Justice, Love Jones, and the last one is Ghosts. Oh, Love Jones. Yeah, mm. Love Jones. Love Jones. Love Jones. Love Jones. Jones. And Love Love Jones. Jones. Love Jones. Love Jones. That dog soundtrack. I still play that. Yeah, that's all I'm trying to I ain't never seen Ghosts. I got nigga taste in movies. I ain't Fresh never seen Ghosts. Huh? The Fresh Prince on Love Jones soundtrack. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. That's what I want to Oh, man. Look at it. Y'all going to put some respect on Willard Smith's name. We, uh, we don't win. It's just a, a conversation on the no. 90s block. We just taking the stroll. Dre, Dre take us on the stroll. There it is. <laughs> Proof the man makes hits. You know that's all, don't you? Thank you. Thank you. In the conversation. <laughs> all right, man. This has been another great episode of the RIP 28 podcast. We got any parting shots, man. We start off with the president. What's going on, El President? Any parting shots? Hey. I love everybody. Oh, God. <laughs> take away, take away the the take away the bottle from this dude. I got, I got the <laughs> wife beyond Tanisha, do we have any pardon shots, Tanisha? Um, I'm just grateful for this little love language episode. I know uh, Michelle and I have been in the um, chat talking about when you're going to have the wifey's on. And I've met Michelle and Aaron. they cool peeps. Y'all fam. Just like uh, Anton and Andre. Y'all fam. Sylvester, you, the, the jury's still out. Uh, <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. All right. What What about you, Todd, Todd and Michelle? Anything to say before we get out of here? Hey, man, we know always great being with you guys, man, and getting with with the uh, significant others. Make, make sure we keep this love together, you know. I love you, baby. <laughs> hey, hey, that's my word. Love, love and heaven, man. Hey, 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 Sly. I know he loved me. He don't always like me, but he loves me. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Hey, I said that in our vows, so you're right about that, yeah. Hey, there you go. Go that's ahead, Dre. Snippet. That's the snippet right there. That's that's, the, that's the word we cut out right there. <laughs> and Aaron and Dre, do you guys got any pardon shots for us before we get out of here? No, I mean, thanks for having the wives on. I think you guys need to do this a little bit more often. Um, but I think we show that even marriage later in life can be successful. It's the same things that it takes you guys to stay together um, or stay married 19, 20 years is the same thing today. So there's still hope out there for everyone. All right, man. This has been hey, a Sly, before you go ahead. Oh, I will Lord. say this. I will say this. Oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey man. This this was a great accomplishment that we came through this whole show and ain't nobody get divorced. <laughs>
Not yet. I mean, <laughs> if this brings about divorce, and that foundation was not solid. Hey, I'm saying, I'm saying that that was too accomplishment. Uh-uh, what I said in the beginning, he ain't going nowhere. There you go, man. I, I, I'm not saying I ain't going nowhere. Well, well, this has been another great episode of the RIP 28 podcast, man. This is a podcast where a few friends get together and we talk about a few things. Now, some of those things you might like, some of those things you might not like. But we're going to keep on talking about them on the RIP 28 podcast. Now, before we get out of here, I want to let everybody know you must communicate. If you want to fornicate, we'll see you <laughs> next week here on the Rip 28 podcast. We holler. Fly, that's why you don't get none. <laughs> oh, okay, President. What, what's, your, what's your sister doing later? Hey, you know, you know. Right. Mute.